just ask you just to take her out of this place, Lord, of death and destruction. And we ask you to supernaturally heal all the wounds. We just ask you, to, Lord, bring life into every area of her chest and her cavity, lungs, heart, and organs. And we just praise you. And Father, even as you have created her, you are able to heal her. And we bind death and destruction and we speak peace into those families' lives. We thank you, Father, for healing and touching in Jesus' most holy name, Lord, that you receive glory, that you are the God that heals no matter what. Lord, we lift up Jonathan, our sister's son, as he gets ready to be deployed to Afghanistan. We thank you for the armor that is greater than any armor of man to go over him and over his mind. We plead the blood over his mind and his emotions that he will not fall prey to any thoughts of, of death or suicide. And we've come against discouragement in our military. And we ask you for encouragement in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, to deliver from the suicide rate. Lord, we just ask you right now that there be an exchange. And Lord, I ask you to anoint the chaplains and anoint your children within the military. That they will be anointed to speak and to speak words of encouragement. Thank you for windows of opportunity. Thank you, Father, for, for giving our government a heart for the military. And Lord, we just pray for the mom and the dad and as Jonathan goes, we think that he will go and come back safely for anyone else today, Father. We may not know about who may be getting ready to be deployed. We thank you for your hand upon them. And they will go and they will come. They will be blessed in their going out and blessed in their coming in. And even as David grew stronger and stronger when they sought his life, I thank you that Jonathan and these others shall grow stronger and stronger and shall not be defeated or taken in Jesus' name. And the church says, Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Let's thank God for it. Hallelujah. Well, today we want to have a good time. I tell you, in Argentina, the 23rd of September is called the Day of Students. And they all used to come to the state we lived in, and they would have uh, uh, all kind of different celebrations and things. And so I just told uh, a few people, as I was thinking the last few weeks, we know we want to do something special for our students. We want to honor them and just encourage them. We want to bless them. And, and I just want you to know, I am responsible for the videos that if you get mad at it for the type of music or what we have going on in here, I am responsible for nobody else. So you get mad at me and not Jake or anybody else. And we want to have a good time. Listen, I think this way. I'd want, I try to think out of the box, what would I like to go to? What type of atmosphere in church would I like to go to? So I usually try to think that way. And so we want to honor our students. Elementary, high school, college, they're doing their thing back there. We want you to stand up. All the students in here this morning, would you please stand up? Even if you're still in college, would you please stand up? All the students, hallelujah, be proud. Stand up. Stay standing. Please stay standing. Please. Please stay standing. Because I'm getting ready to put on a video. Don't you go nowhere. We're getting ready to hand out some stuff. Is there any other students? Come on. Anybody else? All of you? Okay. Don't sit down because we're getting ready to go. Go and open up them back doors. Let's get ready. Let's get ready because we want to do something special for you. Are y'all ready? How many are excited about going back to school? Okay, well, we're going to try to make it that way. Okay, let's go.
so much rhythm, grace, and heaven have from one man? No. From a man, man, get down. <laughs> All of you down, brother. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anybody not get any? Raise your hands if you didn't get something. We prepared for 40. Anybody not get any? You didn't get nothing? Oh, okay. Make it cut it. Okay, you didn't get nothing? Oh, we don't have nothing left? Let me ask you this. Did you get a new backpack for school? Is it a good one? Is it, yeah? Let me ask you this. Do you have an iPod? Well, can I give you an iPhone card? Huh? Come on. Do you, uh, do you have to go a long ways on the bus? How long? Two more, Two more three years. And how long is your bus ride to school? A couple, couple of minutes. Well, will that help you? Do you like those? I'll bet you do, huh? <laughs> All right. We'll try to get you some more stuff, too. Okay, let me ask you something. Because we found some back there. How, how many of you students, any students here, you didn't get a new backpack for this school year and you really wanted one? Anybody did not get a new backpack for this school year? And I mean, listen, I went and got these element from PacSun. These are just not any. These are cool, dude. Anybody did not get a pack, backpack? Well, come on. Sophia, you didn't? Okay, girl. I got, I got two girls. Okay, this is a girl's. You can't have this. Well, you stay up here. You stay up here. Which one you want? All right, that's yours, girl. These are two guys. Which one you want? You want that one? Okay. Hey, bud. Hey, man, we're proud of this guy right here. I tell you what, this is guy's a living testimony. God bless you. We're proud of you, man. How about another girl? Did it, was there another girl? You didn't get a good backpack for school? Anybody else? Anybody didn't get a new backpack? You didn't get a new backpack? Huh? No? You're shy? Well, can I give this to you, Mom? We want to make sure she gets a backpack. All right. Amen. How about, is Sister May, are you here, Sister May? Right there? Listen, Jake, y'all want to come help? We know your grandsons that you're raising are coming back. No, not that. No, no. She can have it, but not really. Anyway, we know that those two boys are so special, Gabriel and Noah. And this is everything. They don't have to buy nothing else. She's back there. So we want to make sure that they got everything for when they get back next week. Yeah. Yeah. On behalf of Sister Terry and guns and Bibles, we got some t-shirts for you. And so how many of you, who wears a small, would like to have a new t-shirt about Jesus to wear to school? Anybody? Oh, you wear a small? I'm not saying nothing. You wear a small? Huh? Okay. There you go. Who wants to wear a medium? Who wears a medium? You want a medium? I got some more. Okay, who's another one? Okay. Oh, what size is this? Well, this is a cool one. No, this is mine. It's a large. I'm keeping <laughs> Who wears a large? Anybody wears a large? Come on. Anybody wears a large? You do? Come on, bud. Oh, they're not in rubber bands. We need the rubber band man. Okay. Here's another large. Anybody? Come on. You're a student? Okay, well, come on. Here you go. You're going to wear a T-shirt to glorify Jesus. Oh, there you go. I'm sorry. I'm not a good thrower. And I got one. Who raised their hand? They wanted a T-shirt. This is a large. Maybe you can share with somebody. But anyway, <laughs> you know what? You're going to get so buffed this year that... How about some Bibles? Who needs a, a one-year read-the-Bible-through devotion? Any student? Come on, girl. You didn't get a T-shirt, but you got something better. Bless you. You're in a relationship. Won't you come get the love dare? 
Hey, you know what? There's a lot of stuff you can write on there on Facebook, I tell you, but some of it you can't. Who needs another Bible? <laughs> what other student would like to have a Bible? Any other student? We've got two more Bibles. Who wants a new Bible? C come on, come on. Let's give them a hand. Anybody else? I got one more. I got one more. Got one more. Okay, here comes another one. All right. Which one you want? This one. All right. Is this one okay? Man, that's cool. That looks like Scooby-Doo or something. That's cool. Flower. Yeah, man, that is cool. That is cool. Okay. I've got three more things. Which one of you guys have an iPod and you have to ride over an hour on the bus? Come on, Amos. You get something else. Who else has to ride an hour on the bus and you like to listen to music? Hey, you got your iPod with you? Okay, I got to see what type of music you have before I give it to you. Now I'm picking at you. I know, I know you're all right. Bless you, dude. Who else? Who else has a long ride? 45 minutes then. Who else has a long ride and, and you love to listen to your music on the way to school, on the way back? Anybody else? Listen, you know, you can download music with these two. I mean, uh, movies. Come on, anybody else? Come on, buddy. Yeah, come on. Oh, not you. It would be you. Somebody else. I got one more. Who else wants a gift card to download some tunes on your iPod? Anybody else? Come on. It's free. It won't cost you nothing. Come on, sweetie. Yeah, come on. You want to come? You want somebody to come with you? Huh? Here she comes. That's all I have left. Okay. Let me ask you something. Before I give this to you, because there's somebody else who wants it, who's your favorite preacher? Okay. You got it. Let's give her a big hand. <laughs> oh, man. That was fun. Amen. I hope you all enjoy it and everything. Just trying to encourage you, hype you up for this new year. Because we believe this new school year. Because you know what? We don't believe that we're to sacrifice our children to pagan idols and enemies. And if we don't connect with them and we don't bless them and encourage them, why won't they go to Islam or one of these other things that are rising up? And so we want to better get a hold of them because they're our future and we want to be a blessing to them. And how many of you know that we have a youth ministry and a children's ministry that are very capable and are blessed or anointed? Amen. Did y'all see the extreme and a head-on conference? I mean, we, we got a growing right now. Brother Shane's back there. He is busted, busting out the seams. I mean, it's just there's no room. And so I want to just share something with you right quick before I get into the message. I want you to see something here. This is called, uh, I named it, Thunderdome. You don't need another hero. How many remember Tina Turner? You go, anyway... Anyway, this is something that we're thinking about doing, and I want to share what happened. I, I talked to Jake three weeks ago. I said, you know what? It's time that we build this dome, put this, uh, this special fiberglass tent building up that uh, Rick Warren, Saddleback Church, and so many others are doing because they go up real quick, and they last forever. They got a 12 to 20-year warranty, and it's just awesome. My pastor has one. He promised me six years ago, but they have still not given it to us. And so I said, you know, we need to do something like this, and we're looking at one right now that will be the size of all of this right here. And the price of it would be 20, for the building would be $28,000. And I wrote it down, and I, I got the paper, I wrote it down. It wasn't 10 minutes. I was walking around my office praying. It wasn't 10 minutes later, I got a phone call, and a precious couple in the church, he called me, he says, my wife said that instead of going on a cruise, we want to give $5,000 to the building or something like that. Yeah, praise God, but listen to this. I said, brother, I said, listen, I just wrote down about this building that we've been praying about for three years, but I just wrote about this building, and I said, right in the building we're looking at, it'd be about $28,000. He said, scratch out the five. I give the eight. The church can give the regular other 20. So but we already got $8,000 already towards uh, this building. Amen. Praise God. And the thing about it is, is that we want to put it over here to where y'all don't have to congested right here in this hall. 
We want to build a foyer to where you can sign your kids up in, sign them in real quick, sign them out. They have all the room to, uh, to study, to grow, and to play in. Uh, we want to use it for functionings like dinner on the grounds. Instead of everybody trying to get into the gym area, we want to build that. We want to do it for feeding programs, uh, conferences, all these different things. So I want to ask you to please pray about being a part for us to invest in this because we need the room. We're, we've outgrown. We need to clear this out so we can start building, expanding back. And, and so I just want you to pray about this. And one of the things, I looked up the lyrics to uh, Thunderdome. And, 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 and uh, you know how I look up everything. And it goes, looking for something we can rely on. I believe that's the heart of the children. And in the movie, they had no hope. Looking for someone we can rely on. There's got to be something better out there. It's Jesus. Love and compassion, the day is coming. So what we do with our lives, we leave a mark. Will our stories shine like a light or end in the dark? Give it all or give it nothing. While we're here, how many of you know we want to give it all? Amen. And so that is the story of Thunderdome. And we'd appreciate it if you'd pray and be a part. And let's, let's pay this property off. Let's build that dome this year. And let's get it going and let's get things going. Amen. Can we give the Lord praise? Let's thank Him for it. We believe today is going to be an awesome deposit into your lives for this new year that we're going into. We just believe that God is going to call you and bring you forth as you get ready to go. I know, CJ, this is the last stretch, buddy. You're graduating 2011. How many, are gradu how many more are graduating 2011? Okay, look at these, last stretch. Let's give them a big hand. We're proud of you. God bless you. And, and you know, the thing, as we get into this, God has called you. He wants to reveal himself to you. I received Jesus when I was six years old. When I was 17 years old, I went to the mission field, stayed till I was 37, came back. We took over dad's church. We've seen God do so many wonderful things. I want to just tell you, I never did weed, never tried dope, never did alcohol, drinking, drunken, bars, dancing, and all that baloney. I never had to do all of that because Jesus proved himself to be more than enough. And I believe that God is wanting to raise up eagles to better understand that you don't have to try that other stuff to see, you know what I missed out on or what I could have missed out on. The thing that you missed out on is hell for the rest of your life and the memories and the things that gone wrong and you receive the blessings of God. I wouldn't trade my life with anybody on TV or anybody in the world the way God has been so good and blessed. And I just want to encourage you today just to, to stay and understand. Hook up with Jesus instead of hook up with somebody who will hurt you. And Jeremiah 29, 11, I know what I'm doing. The Lord's speaking here. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. you got to trust his plans. Plans to take care of you, to take care of you and not abandon you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. How many of you know God wants to give you this and he wants to impart into you a future and a hope so, so you won't feel like, you know, I'm missing out on nothing and that he's in control of everything that's coming. Then I want you to see here in Exodus chapter 3, 4 through 10. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh and you will bring my people, the children of Egypt out of the people of Israel, out of Egypt. God wants to use you to touch other lives. He wants you to see that he wants to use you for special things. But the thing about Moses was he was a stepson. He was raised in a heathen home with pagan rituals, but yet God was able to save him. But the thing I want to teach you too is that Moses lived years in regret. He lived in that time of regret and God called him. And because he lived in so many years of regret, God called him. He had a thing called insecurity. And I want to talk to you today a little bit about how God wants to give you a sound heart and a sound mind so that your insecurities don't end up taking you down the wrong path. He wants to heal you of these insecurities. Self-rejection instead of self-worth is something that the enemy would use to try to tear you down and belittle yourself. And it is time for God's people to understand, you know what, I'm, I'm, God has created me for better things and given myself to this or doing this or doing any other. He wants to save me from that. And at the same time, Moses was a stutterer. Uh, you may be battling acne. You may be battling. You feel like you're too skinny. You're too fat. You can't do this. You can't do that. But God wants to show you that if you will throw your gift down, and I'm going to talk about a few gifts here. If you throw your gift down, 
time, which means if you surrender to God, God can take what seems to be so small and, and just blow you away and blow everybody else around you and know that he wants to use you in a special way. Amen. And it says, and the Lord, uh, and, and the Lord said to Moses, um, and the Lord said, God, who am I? Moses, of course, was manifesting his insecurity. Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, that I should bring the children of Egypt out? And then it goes on to say, then the Lord said to Moses, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. And he reached out his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand, that they may believe that the Lord God of the fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared unto you. God wants to appear to you and impact you for this new school year and this new time of your life and wherever you are in life so you can get ready to go forward. Think about it is, is God wants to ask you, what is your passion? And many people are asking, well, what are my gifts? And I started thinking of a few, for example, maybe you like taking pictures what can I do what what can I do any purpose what's your passion surrender to it you know Shelby's in the military right now and her passion was taking pictures and she was good at it and maybe you need to go along that line or maybe you're a person that there's people for example maybe you like to tell people what to do well you'd make a good counselor Maybe, 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 I didn't mean that towards you, baby. You don't like to tell people what to do. Anyway, maybe, maybe you say, you know what? I like to supply people with encouragement. Well, that's the gift of encouragement. You know, I like to be somebody's supply. I like to help them, encourage them. And so maybe that's your gift. Maybe dance and maybe you like to talk. So you'd make either a good minister or a good politician. I mean, you know, there's different gifts that God can use. But it says, go now. He said, now go and I will be with you. And as you speak, I will instruct you in what you're to say. You know, people are listening what you say. There is so much about the importance of your words in the Word of God. And so the Lord wants you to watch what you say and to use your words to encourage one another. I know there's different people here. They have a heart and com- a heart for people who are hurting. Maybe God's going to use you in the area of the medical field. For a long time, we've, the church has discouraged people from taking the mountains of influence of our nation. No, you don't need to go to college. You'll end up losing your Christianity in college. No, you don't need to go in the military. No, you do not need to go and study this. You know, you don't need to be a doctor. You need to be a preacher. Not everybody's called to be a preacher. People are called to be doctors. Maybe you have a heart to help people, and he wants to use you in that area to be a nurse or a doctor. I mean, for example, you may say, you know what? I don't know what I could do in my life. How many of you know it was an ex-hippie that invented Apple? Maybe you'll be the next inventor. Maybe you've taken your mama and dad's car and lawnmower and weed eater apart, and you're thinking, what am I going to do with my life? Well, what you're going to do with your life is as you find your talents, you find your passion, you find your hunger, you develop it to be able to do something for life. I put here, instead of being the next Apple inventor, maybe you'll be the next pineapple inventor. Maybe you do something, instead of an iPod, it'll be a K-Pod. So, I mean, maybe you'll do something great. Maybe you'll be a filmmaker. Maybe you like money, and God wants to use you in the area of, of uh, business. There are people sometimes, that you see see them and some people make fun of them but maybe you like putting clothes together that people go where did you get the idea of putting that outfit together well maybe you're to be a designer maybe God's going to use you as a designer and make all kind of freaky clothes and make all kind of attention I mean maybe maybe you want to be the next blonde you know I mean I don't know but there's something that God wants to use you for encourage you to be a people changer and and, and a world changer for him Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says for we are God's masterpiece you are God's masterpiece that's what he wants to create you. He's created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things, good things that he has planned for us a long time ago. He has good things planned for you. He doesn't want you wrecking your life and messing your life up. He created you for good things. We want to train you in this church not to just survive the world but impact the world and that's what God wants to do with you Galatians 1 verse 10 it says for I am now seeking the I am for I am now seeking the approval of man or of God or am I trying to please man if I am still trying to please man I would not be a servant of Christ this is the next question the first thing that we saw in Moses's life was the insecurity the next thing Am I living for man's approval or not? And I want to talk to you quite a while about this because this is so important. How important is acceptance to me? You know, we saw the awards a while back. I'm sure you saw a while back the awards where Kanye West went and took the microphone out of that poor little, uh, what, what's her, Taylor Swift's hand 
and you know, start talking about, man, we ought to give the award to Beyonce, this and that and the other, and it was just so rude, and it was just, you know, a takeover. But, and the poor little girl just standing there by herself crying. But you know what? If I had a chance to speak to Kanye, you know what I like to tell him? It wasn't his award to give. It wasn't even open for his opinion. He didn't even buy the award. And so there was no sense in him even saying what he wanted. Why? He wanted to, he thought it should have went to Beyonce, but it didn't go to the person he thought it went to. But you know what was neat? was right after that, Sister Beyonce got up on stage, and she had class. And when it came her turn to say something, she called Taylor Swift up, and she gave her time to Taylor Swift to share her heart that was taken away from her from some guy who had no right to take it away. Well, I want you to know, he didn't buy the awards, and seeking the approval of man, they may try to call you their award, and they may try to award you in their own special way, but the truth is that the end times is Jesus who's going to be handing out the awards. The people on Hollywood, they love to get awards. They love to praise themselves. They love to get honor. But at the end of time, if you're seeking the approval of man, they may give you a few awards. The truth is, is they're going to try to suck you into their lifestyle, and they're going to try to suck you into the things that they like to do, and then they, call, they will call you their award. Young ladies, don't you give in to these men who say, if you really love me, you're going to show me. Don't give in to them because what the truth is, is they've already been with others. They want to be with you and they want to call you their reward, their trophy. You're too good for that. You were created for good things. You weren't created. Uh, people will pick on you, mistreat you. They'll call you virgin. I tell you, I, can't, I, I just don't understand how kids are just, even sixth grade or teasing other kids. Ah, you're still a virgin. You're still a virgin. And they're just picking out on them, making fun of them. You, you ought to be proud and say, yes, praise God, I am. I am living up to the word of God. And no, I have not given myself away because I am special and I'm saving myself for somebody special. You don't have to give in and just become somebody's trophy and afterwards have somebody look you and tell you, I don't love you, I just used you. Because they'll just use you, they'll just hurt you. But I wanted to be accepted. You don't have to learn to be accepted that way. You try to be accepted in that sexual way, in that relationship way, you'll always try to be winning approval. And all they'll do is just pull you down and tear you up. And, and, and the, that is not their, their thing to do. You don't have to win the approval of people. It's about winning the approval of God. Amen. And, and don't fall into the category of where you've got to win the approval. And if you're getting ready to go to college or you get off to college, listen, you don't have to do the spring break thing. You don't have to do the spring break thing because he created for those things that are good and not for those things that are evil. I'm 47 years old. I can talk to the youngers as I can talk to olders. I'm more or less close to the middle ground here. And the thing about it is I've talked to too many people who had that spring break thing. And most, uh, I say 95% will tell you it wasn't worth it. They live with the regrets, they live with the hurts, and they don't go around praised about how awesome it was. No, the truth is, now they say, I wish I would have never done half, more than half of the things that I did. So don't be doing things to try to win the approval of people. When they start trying to do them drinking contests, and they wanna, you, they're going to be shouting, go, go, go. I tell you what, you're breaking the heart of God where they're shouting their approval. You're getting the deuce approval of God. So who do you want to sell out to? And don't live with regrets. Psalms 119 verse 9 says, how can a young man stay pure? What does it say? By obeying your word. I want to talk to you about integrity. You're precious to Jesus. He created you for purpose. Your parents, the church, the ministry. God has created you for purpose and to go places in your life. Not to be selling yourself short. And one of the things I was thinking about was, you know, people will try to put pressure on you for acceptance. And it's no different and I, and I thought of this picture here about Wendy on Peter Pan. And you may think I'm crazy. But when I met my wife, she reminded me of Marianne. She reminded me of I Dream of Jeannie. And she reminded me of Winnie, Wendy on Peter Pan. My wife was innocent. She used to wear those little dresses on her. You know, she still likes that. And uh, I, I thought she reminded me, even her hair, she just reminded me a lot of Wendy. Don't, now, I don't have a thing for cartoons, so... <laughs> Don't be judging me that this and that. But what I'm getting ready to say, listen to me very careful, everybody. When they make you walk the plank, the only thing that is waiting for you down below is the things that will hurt you and haunt you for the rest of your life. Captain Hook, 
And you probably think I'm crazy. But Captain Hook lost his hand and the clock. And every time he heard a clock, it reminded him of the alligator that took his hand. Well, if we're not careful, whatever they try to make us walk the plank to seek the approval. Come on, come on, let's just do it. You know, there's nothing wrong with sex. There's nothing wrong with drugs. There's nothing wrong with practicing this. There's nothing wrong with internet porn. There's nothing wrong with doing this and that and the other. And they try to make you walk the plank. And what you don't understand is whatever is down there that you're getting ready to fall into is going to mark you, scar you, and hurt you for the rest of your life. And what you lose, you'll never get back. What you lose, you never get back. Now, you can't see it, but on the top, top left right here, she's got a tear that she's crying. Now, of course, as you know, Peter Pan rescued her like I rescued mine, Cindy Wendy. And, uh, of course, I didn't have the tights. I had a horse and a hat. But the thing about it is, is that whatever they try to force you into... There are consequences awaiting. And as you walk that plank and they cheer your name and they tell you, man, you are so cool. We dared you and you did it. You know how many people have died and suffered because of the dares? What do you have to prove to get the approval? Do you, do you really have to talk like the world talks to get their approval? Do you really have to act like the world acts to get their approval? Do you really have to go around in school and put your hand on parts of a girl's body to make yourself feel like a man? Or shouldn't you already know you are a man without belittling the opposite sex? Do you have to get high to feel important? Don't walk the plank. Because once you lose your virginity, you never get it back. And you never get the love and the, listen, the self-respect that you have. I never had another girl besides my wife. We've been married 28 years. I don't need another girl but my wife. When I was a teenager, yeah. You know, when, I'll tell you this. You go on dates. I, 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 had a, I, I had something happen to me at the Kmart parking lot when it was by Big Lots over here in Ellick when I, I, I double dated with my friend Luke and his, and his girlfriend. This girl who danced in church and raised her hands and all that, she went, when they got out the car in the parking lot, she went crazy on me. You know what's good about dates is that's where you learn to cast out devils. <laughs> I'm telling you. This girl went crazy on me, and I threw her like that, and I started binding the devil. She foamed at the mouth. God's witness. She foamed at the mouth. I know you probably don't believe in devils, and you don't believe in casting out devils, but that little Christian girl had some devils, and they were called a sex devil. And, of course, nobody would have known. I could have been able to be telling my boys, oh yeah, I had it in the car with this girl and all this other stuff. And I could have been telling my boys, yeah, I had her in the car and all this other stuff. But you know what? I would have lived with that regret and I could not have looked at my wife in the eyes when we got married like I did. Because I, I rebuked her in the name of Jesus. Not her. I rebuked that girl wherever she is. <laughs> I don't know where she's at today. I broke up. I never went with her again after that. That was it. Psst, gone pecan. And that's what you need to do. Oh, but I love him. No, he ain't worth, he ain't worth missing. He ain't worth kissing. Huh? Same thing with her. If you really love me, you would do that. No. If you really love me, you will save yourself for me. We want to do it God's way. But we're the only virgins left in the class. Then bless God, we ought to make a movie, The Last Virgins of the Class. <laughs> You're not 40 years old yet, so don't cry about it. <laughs> You're a virgin, you ought to be proud because your heavenly father is proud. And your husband will be proud. And guys, I know it's hard on you because all the guys, they, 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 they've, you know, according to them, they've got all their stories. Most of it is a bunch of lies and fantasies. 
And they're just lying to you and trying to push you into, you know what? I need to do that too. Oh, no, you don't. Diseases, pregnancy, and regrets for the rest of your life. Don't walk the plank. There's things down there that you'll never forget and you'll remember it over and over again. Okay? Okay, guys? Okay, girls? Amen, everybody? Amen. Amen. So don't dare. Do like Joseph. Run. Maybe I shouldn't have rebuked the devil. Maybe I should have got out of that car door and I should have just took off <laughs> down the street. But run. I have ran before. Run. It's better than to run than fry. Amen. It's better to cry than die. Okay. I've quit right there. Okay. Matthew 16, 13 and 16. He says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples. There's an important question. Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied. Some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Some say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he asked them, but who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you're the Messiah. You're the son of the living God. This is the most important question you've got to get in your heart. Who do you personally, not your mother, not your dad, not the church, who do you say that Jesus Christ is? And these guys answered, you are the son, you are the Messiah. And they meant it. You know why? 11 out of 12 of them gave their life because they believed in who he was. They were martyred in a most terrible way. But they would not renounce because they believed in him. That's the type of faith we're going to pray over you in this hour and this age we live in. Where everybody's questioning faith. The songs on the radio, I hear them all the time at the gym and you go into grocery stores. They question prayer. They question church. They tell you you can question what your mom and dad has taught you about religion. They, they make fun of church and ministries and ministers. And they take their hurts and their pains. And they try to raise it up against the church. And they try to promote the devil's agenda. And they try to put down God's agenda. And all these things get into your mind and try to confuse you. And try to make you think. And try to make you reason. Well, you know, maybe they're right. Maybe I haven't taught. Maybe the Bible isn't all the truth. But this is the, this is the truth. Is that Jesus is truly the Son of God. And He truly came and was born of a virgin. He died on the cross and He was raised again from the dead to free you, justify you, and cleanse you from your sins and cause an eternity. Because the question, who is Jesus to you? That's a question that will get you through eternity. If He is your Savior, it will get you, get you through the eternity in heaven. But if He is not, you will spend an eternity in hell for rejecting the gift that God gave, which was salvation through His Son. There is nothing more important than knowing who he is. And what I want to do today, I want to ask if the students would come up here. And we're going to pray for you. I've got a number of people who's going to help me. We're going to pray for you. Come up here and we want to pray for you. And we want to dedicate you for this school year. Because y'all are in a very confusing, awkward time. If y'all just come and stand up here, please. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't mean embarrass you, but we want to really pray over you. Because this is a real difficult time where the enemy wants to hurt and steal and to kill. He wants to destroy the very core of what the church is. We're proud of y'all. We thank God for you. Now if you're here today and some here in the audience, you say, you know what, I've already messed up, so what do I do now? He's the God of new beginnings. Tonight, we have water baptism. We're, we've got a number of people we're going to be baptizing. If, if you want a new beginning, you come and you get rid of the old life and you get the new. Come and be baptized. Every one of y'all are too special. We're not going to allow the enemy to take you. We love you all too much and God loves you so much. We're proud and honored to have y'all as a part of this church. And I want to ask you, church, as the agendas are trying to push a homosexual agenda, as they're trying to build a Muslim mosque where many of our people died on 9-11, as they're fighting all these different things and trying to put all these laws, we need warriors and we need Nazarites 
We need the Spirit of God to be upon these young men and young women. The Spirit of success be upon each and every one of them. That they will not fail, but they will win in every area. Would you raise your hands towards these warriors, please? Raise your hands towards them. And I just want you to pray. Joy, would you and Maggie come and lay hands, please? Would, would someone come and lay hands on these? you come some of y'all may feel feel like to come lay hands and just pray and impart gifts and the Lord sees every one of your sacrifices we were so proud last week to have Taylor Matthews with us because I believe as an example that if you sell out to Jesus and you have a dream you can reach it he was here last week and we're doing this this week because I believe God wants to speak to you if you're a teacher, would you come up here, please? Would any teacher or a principal, vice principal, if you're, in the, if you're in school, would you come up here, please? I'm so sorry. I have it on my notes. I wanted to pray for y'all, too. Would y'all come? Any teachers, principals, school teachers, anything to do with education, would you come up here? Oh, let's give them a big hand. God bless you. God bless you. I tell you, our teachers, they, they, they tell us stories. There's, there's a huge war out there for teachers. It's not easy. It's difficult. And we honor you, teachers. Thank you all for sacrificing, going through college, going through all the study and all that you all do for the children. God bless you all and thank you all so much. You know, we saw in third world countries, if anybody was not going to get paid but yet have to work and suffer, it was the teachers many times. But how many times we saw teachers go three months with no salary, but they would be there for their children. Teachers are a special, special gift to our, our world. Would you raise your hands as we pray? Heavenly Father, God, in Jesus' name, we come before you. And Lord, we dedicate, Father, all of these students, whether it be elementary, high school, college, trade school, whatever type of education field they're in right now. We ask you to meet all of their needs emotionally and physically, financially. Lord, we ask you to cover them from pure pressure. From, we ask you to deliver them from every form of insecurity, every form of attack of the enemy that would come against their mind. We ask you to cover them and protect them in the name of Jesus. We ask you to give the, them the courage and the strength to stand up against what the enemy would try to do against them. I ask you for integrity, that they will hold on to your word. That, Lord, they will be like the disciples, that they will know you are Lord and they will serve you with all their heart, soul, and mind. I ask you to give them a determination. I ask you to give them a strength to be able to stand in the face of temptation and all the things that they will be facing. Lord, help them to be able to discern what is man's speech and what's you out of the Word of God. As many will come and try to confuse them and as the books and texts and different things will change and humanism and liberalism will try to be preached in the schoolrooms many times. We ask you to give them a discerning heart that just like the three Hebrew children, they know in the true God, the one God, the real God, they will not back away from truth. Help them to keep their bodies pure and holy. Keep their minds. Keep them pure and holy. And keep them from the enemy in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray that you bless their parents. And give us as parents wisdom and patience and love. And help us to be able to minister to our children as they need to. And be the encouragement and the security that they need in life. Lord, I thank you for these educational workers. Whether they be teachers or principles or anything Lord we just ask you to strengthen them for this year we ask to give them an, an excitement and expectancy we ask you to give them Lord the words and Lord let your glory be upon them and let the classrooms be filled with your presence and your glory Lord give them grace to better minister and to teach and impart into these lives and Lord many times when it seems like the pay is so low and the sacrifice is so great when it just seems so hard and so much responsibility and so many lives at one time to touch. 
give them the supernatural grace to be able to stand and to continue to minister and teach our children so that this country can grow. Father, we thank you for these young people. They are the future of America. And help us, Lord, to be able to build and do what we need to do to be a blessing to them in every way. We pray and we ask this in the name of Jesus. And we dedicate them spirit, soul, mind, and body to the year 2010 and 2011 school year. Keep them safe. Keep them from death. Keep them from harm. And keep them from wrong. We pray and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Let's give them a hand. Hallelujah. Y'all let's just stay up here a minute. Man, look at them. They're so awesome. I want to ask you, and I know it's a tight situation, but listen, they were not ashamed of Jesus, neither should you. Is there anybody up here today or in the audience that you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? If you were to die today, you don't know if you'd go to heaven. You don't know if your sins are forgiven. You're tired of your life. You thought about taking your life. You just don't, don't feel like it's worth living. If you need to give your life over to Jesus and you know you need Him as Lord and Savior, would you please raise your hand, anyone at all? Would you just raise your hand? Anyone up here, anyone out there? You know you need Jesus in your heart today? Anybody at all? Anyone at all? Over here? I see you, Caleb. God bless you, buddy. Come on. Come see me. Come stand by your mom. Come stand by your mom. God bless you, Caleb. Thank you, Lord, for healing and using this young man for your glory. God bless you, Caleb. Just come stand by your mom. Precious Jesus. Is there anybody else here? You raised your hand. Anyone else? Anyone else today? You want to receive Jesus? I want to give my life over to the Lord. Anyone else? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Guys, can I ask y'all to make room? And Peggy, would you and Kayla come forward? Good to see you, buddy. Jesus is speaking to you. You love Jesus? Yes. Can you pray this prayer with me? Jesus. Jesus. Je yeah, that's it. Jesus. Jesus. Come into my heart. Come in my heart. Be my Lord, be my Lord, and my Savior. My Savior, forgive me, forgive me of all my sins, all my sins. And I thank you, I thank you that I am saved. I saved in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you, buddy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for touching him. Thank you for healing him. You did good. You did good. That's the prayer that reaches heaven. Mm. Guys and girls, it was an honor to be able to talk to y'all today. I know I'm not as good and cool and everything as Brother Jake. I'm an old man. But you know what? I love you guys. There's nothing we could do for we wouldn't do for y'all. I want to give you the best. You don't get second rated stuff back there buy the best we get you the best because you're valuable we value you we value you so precious to Jesus we love you and we bless you in the name of Jesus oh you came to get saved too oh well come here dear hallelujah honey hi are you a student no you look like one so young this is your daughter from Texas Florida, Florida. Hallelujah. What's your name? Bridget. Yes. Nice to meet you. Been praying for you. Welcome to Louisiana again. You expecting? Yeah. You feeling okay? You ready to give your life to Jesus? God has done a work in your mom. She loves you. She came up just about two weeks ago and we prayed for you. And here you are. Father, I welcome my little sister and this precious child that she is bearing. We welcome her as our sister and our family. Our, this child is our child. The Holy Spirit, I ask you to heal the hurts and the wounds. Lord, the pain, the suffering of her past. 
we claim that today, the 15th of August, is a new day of new beginnings for, for her. And we just thank you, Father, for coming into her life. Now pray this with me. Heavenly Father, come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. Wash away all my hurts, pains, and sins. Come into my life and save me. Thank you, Jesus, for rescuing me and my baby. And I do believe we have a great future. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord praise. Mama, there she is. God bless you. God, watch over this baby. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. We'll be dedicating that baby to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, guys, we love y'all. We bless you. You got something to say? I was just going to extend an invitation to all of our students on Wednesday nights. We have our student ministry at 7 o'clock. It's from 7th all the way up to college. If you're not here on Wednesday nights, we want to invite you guys to come be a part of that. We have an awesome youth ministry back there that we uh, just go after God with everything we've got. So we want you to come out on Wednesdays. Let's just all stand one more time and just close in prayer and just ask God to bless everything that's happened today and just dedicated to him father we just thank you right now for this awesome day lord we thank you father that lord that every one of these students lord god have been encouraged they've been charged father lord i thank you for lifting them up today lord getting them ready god for psyched for school lord and ready to not only just attend school but lord to to go into their schools lord god as missionaries lord on a mission field father ready to win the loss and win their friends for you and, Lord, we just ask you to bless them and their teachers. Bless all the teachers that are here today, Lord God, throughout the parishes, Lord, and the state. Father, we thank you, God, for just blessings upon every one of them, Lord God. Let this year be an awesome year. Let it be a, mem a memorable year, Lord God, that great things have happened and revival breaks out and awakening comes to this school year. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.